This is a Suno India production and you're listening to Rare Live. This podcast is made possible by a grant from the Thakur Family Foundation. Thakur Family Foundation has not exercised any editorial control over the contents of this podcast. Hi, I'm Avantika Shivastav, the host of Rare Lives. Rare Lives is the second season of the 1 in 20,000 podcast series which shines a light on the experiences of people with rare diseases, their families and the broader rare disease community. So far, I have focused on the impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on rare individuals. I have also spoken to young parents who are struggling to get medical care for their children. I also interviewed some adult rare individuals who spoke openly about their difficulties seeking education and pursuing careers. For today's conversation, I speak with Dr. Suhas Indurkar, the mother of 43-year-old Kedar Indurkar, who has cerebral palsy and who featured in the last episode. The life of a rare individual's parent is unlike anybody else's. Despite major challenges, many parents of rare individuals work really hard to keep them healthy and to realize their potential and their dreams. Parents are mostly their children's primary caregivers till late in life, and many times they do not have any other qualified support. This usually means that they have to juggle multiple priorities which leads to hard decisions. For instance, whether to take up a job or not given the child's needs. Or should the family shift homes to ease the rare child's life all become significant questions. Kedar is uh, suffering from cerebral palsy. Uh, he had uh, suffered from oxygen lack at the time of birth. Though it was a full-term delivery, uh, he was premature by weight and because of that he developed quadriplegia that is uh, all four limbs are affected the left side is more affected than the right side he can use his right hand but uh, he cannot uh, stand or uh, walk on his own uh, initially he was not speaking also but uh, at the age of 5 years he started speaking and uh, initially he was uh, speaking everything in reverse fashion but slowly he learnt the uh, alphabets and started talking and uh, expressing himself so that happened when he was 5 years old Dr Indurkar married Kedar's father when Kedar was a toddler. Mr Indurkar passed away in 2018. She speaks candidly about the various struggles their family went through. Now our family life was always dependent upon Kedar's priorities. Even I could not pay more attention to my daughter and the there was always constant challenge about kedar's education and rehabilitation so my daughter is a self made woman she actually have grown with uh, all her um, self intelligence and self uh, 
modes i will say Several times in the course of Kedar's childhood, the family moved cities in the hope of finding treatment that worked. She also had to quit and find new jobs wherever they went. A trained pathologist, she never gave up on her career wherever she lived, be it in Nagpur, Delhi, Bengaluru, or Pune. Uh, actually, the, I got married to Kedar's father. Uh, when Kedar was three years old, I had government job uh, in PSC selected post of lecturer in Nagpur Medical College. But uh, once I got married to Mr. Indurkar, I shifted to Delhi, <laughs> and then in Delhi I started with the uh, Spastic Society School for Kedar. I used to take him to the school and. uh try to uh, keep him there he was very shy uh, person at that time and uh, whenever his teacher used to go out of the classroom he used to cry like anything but uh, somehow i used to uh, take him to the school when kedar was 5 years old we decided for a uh, special treatment for him in bangalore that was the first turning point in kedar's uh, whole journey one has to understand that in the 1980s treatment options were few and far between even today treatment options and cures are available only for a handful of rare diseases Dr. Indurkar said that they read about this treatment center in the newspaper and decided to move there with the hope that Kedar could become better. The family was in Bengaluru, then called Bangalore, from 1983 to 1985, that is for two years. The Bangalore treatment center involved intense exercises and also massages. The treatment did not entirely work for Kedar. but interacting with other parents in bangalore whose children also had developmental issues had dr indurkar get some perspective on how much her support system helped her and her husband in most cases women were taking care of the children with disabilities while the husbands went off to work but for dr indurkar she says she had a lot of support and that made all the difference there i came to know many uh, ladies uh, they were having tough time with uh, their uh, husband not uh, along with them and uh, doing everything alone with the child but uh, many many uh, sad stories i learned there and it gave me a feeling that uh, there are so many challenges in everyone's life so our challenge is much much better than what others are having so we continued there for one and a half years my daughter was born there but uh, i had support from my in-laws my mother in law father in law they used to come and stay with me even my married sister in law came and stayed uh, my kedar's nani also came to help me when i was pregnant and after <laughs> the delivery my landlady 
took care of my daughter when my husband was not there with me and i used to take kedar to the ground for exercises dr nurkar also cherishes kedar's love for music which she says started at a very young age even though his movement did not quite improve she noticed that he loved singing he started singing in bangalore when uh, after the treatment and he uh, the treatment was really very painful for him so he used to listen to the music uh, his uh, gulam ali uh, ghazals he used to like very much and he was able to sing with those uh, difficult uh, words that was really uh, very encouraging for me that uh, he will be able to learn the languages After returning to Delhi, Kedar's parents decided to focus more on sharpening his mental capabilities. They tried to teach him alphabets and focused on his speech. Fortunately, a school accepted Kedar as a student in the first grade. The uh, second turning point came when a lady principal of uh, a school nearby came to our society and accepted Kedar as her student in the first standard so he studied in that school till fourth class so that is that was a very base, i mean uh, i must say a base for his future learning and i am really thankful to that lady so she accepted kedar very well and the children in the in his class also accepted him very well so that was his base of future learning the lack of institutional mechanisms for rare children much like kedar leaves a lot for chance encounters and luck fortunately kedar found a school that accepted him when he was young however when the family moved to pune kedar did not get a school that accepted him and his condition no normal school was ready to take his responsibility because but by that time he was uh, 13 years old and uh, no school was ready to accept him that uh, they were not ready to consider that he will be able to learn anything even in special school one principal of special school told us that uh, there is no point in uh, stressing him with the formal education uh, he is interested in music so you concentrate on his music sense only give him train him on keyboard and don't uh, try to coach him the subjects so that was the third turning point in his uh, life that uh, we uh, his father was very upset uh, with the remark of the principal and uh, he decided that now kedar will not attend any special school but uh, we will keep him at home and try to coach him at uh, home itself While Kedar found people who encouraged him, he was discriminated against as well. This is not only painful for a rare individual going through this experience, but also for a parent. Bullying of people that look and act different is common. 
One way in which discrimination plays out is able-bodied peers ignoring the rare individual who also might have a disability. Many times, this is also because they have little understanding of rare individuals or have never seen them. Kedar faced some prejudice in Pune where the family moved from Delhi. In Pune, uh, there was a big society. Children used to play in the playground uh, there. And uh, I used to bring him down in the wheelchair because by that time we had to give him the wheelchair. And uh, I used to go and ask uh, the boys and girls to talk to him or interact with him. But they used to shy away. They were not uh, able to uh, talk to him. Or they were thinking that uh, he's not a normal person. His speech, uh, they used to say that we don't understand. and because they were excuses and uh, after some time i just left it i used to keep him down and i used to come up for my work so uh, in one ganesh festival uh, we kept his casio program that he used to play keyboard he was uh, he could uh, play uh, the Hindi film songs on the keyboard. So that program was there. And after the program, there was some change in the attitude of those boys and girls. And they were slowly uh, uh, ready to interact with him, talk to him. For a certain time, they used to come and sit near him and they used to talk. Uh, he was a uh, listener most of the time but he also used to participate in their conversation and used to come home and uh, tell me about what they were talking or the, what the gossips <laughs> were going on in the society and uh, had some good time in that uh, society. Meanwhile, Dr. Indurkar also pursued her own career. First, she was operating independently with her own laboratory set up in Delhi. When they shifted to Pune, she took up a teaching position in a prestigious dental college. I took the job in Bharti Depit. I used to leave house at 8 o'clock and come back at 5 o'clock. But uh, the only advantage was that I used to get the vacations. <laughs> that is 15-day Diwali vacation, one month uh, in the summer vacation and uh, whenever problem was there my principals were very cooperative and they used to give me the uh, leave whenever it's required so that was the advantage uh, but my husband had to look after the children support systems became useful yet again her husband used to take care of major household activities while family friends helped out in other ways with the children. They shared the load. It became harder for the couple after her husband suffered a heart attack. Very soon, the family decided that Kedar could complete his matriculation from an open school. We came to know about the National Open School of Delhi where uh, if a person is uh, have studied up to fourth standard 
he can register for a bridge course and doing this bridge course he can be uh, eligible for uh, the 10th exam if it's 15 years of age so uh, by that time uh, we got him enrolled for national open school at the same time the family stumbled upon his love for computers and encouraged him kedar was very fond of pressing the buttons because he used to work uh, on his grandfather's typewriter since he was a small child so uh, we thought that maybe you know, he will be able to learn the computer so we bought a desktop and my daughter she was in 7th standard that time she uh, learned the um, or uh, did the computer course and uh, she encouraged kedar to learn uh, operating the computer learning how to use the computer also helped him clear matriculation exams so Uh, the national open schools uh, examiners also helped us quite a lot the lady who was uh, supposed to take his exam she came to our home because uh, he was familiar with our desktop and so she took his exam coming at our residence it was a very uh, i mean say <laughs> great uh, feeling that time that uh, they were so much cooperative as compared to the normal teachers or principals that was the uh, thing uh, he appeared for 10th uh, exam of national open school for in three attempts he could clear all the subjects and he got the certificate of 10th uh, pass but uh, afterwards he said that now it is very difficult for me and it, it was very difficult for us also to carry him to the examination center and uh, find the writer for him find the uh, coaching teachers uh, it was uh, actually a self study by him and i used to take uh, the revision uh, at the time of the exam when i had vacation so he learned uh, on his mostly on his home phone uh, we tried to find a hindi teacher there, there but uh, she came only for few days and she also said that no i won't uh, be able to coach him and she also left then we studied <laughs> the books whatever guides or whatever was available His love for using the computer is what sustained him. His mother first gave him the job of typing out notes of her colleagues for students. I took uh, work of uh, preparing a practical manual for MBBS to uh, second MBBS students. They were all over department mem teachers uh, they wrote down the notes uh, for uh, the practical manual. and seeing those handwritings of doctors kedar uh, typed out everything and that was his first earning 
or uh, whatever the publisher gave him for the typing work so that is how he started the uh, typing work kedar received an award by the president of india for translating texts to braille he has converted 30 books in three languages that is hindi english and marathi For Dr. Indurkar, the road to Kedar's adulthood and another able-bodied child, Kedar's sister, has been a fruitful one. Actually, the, the uh, greatest challenge uh, we had was uh, always a caregiver. When we were younger, uh, we used to uh, take his care, everything, uh, whatever. Uh, morning duties everything we used to do on our own but as our age advanced uh, it was difficult for uh, myself and my husband had had problem but uh, after the bypass operation he was uh, able to handle him and uh, we always had a part time caretaker for him trained uh, honest uh, caregivers is the biggest problem in our country that i will say if uh, that system can be improved a reliable reliability also is a big issue so if uh, that is uh, that can be uh, improved it will be a better life for disabled people now many attempts are being done by the government also and many social organizations to have the buildings and everything accessible for the uh, disabled people but at that time we faced uh, lots of lots and lots of challenges whenever we wanted to go anywhere but we went <laughs> we compromised one person used to stay with kedar and others used to go and enjoy the things so that is how we went through that she has a particular poise when she states the facts on why kedar had to be transferred out of their home actually uh, my husband expired in uh, 2018 december and uh, my daughter was not very comfortable uh, with the idea of myself and kedar staying at nagpur so we came to hyderabad uh, uh, with to stay with her so kedar was here with us uh, for one year uh, but uh, there is lot of problem of uh, caregiver here particularly the language problem because we were uh, Here, my daughter learned uh, Telugu. Her husband is Telugu, and uh, her mother-in-law also speaks only Telugu. <laughs> But uh, we, uh, particularly Kedar, was uh, very much having problem with uh, Telugu-speaking caregivers. I tried to find a, res- a good residential uh, institute. Uh, anywhere in india but i could not find a good one or they were not able to accept a wheelchair bound person but i could find an old age home at nagpur where that lady took uh, 
the responsibility of kedar and uh, now kedar is uh, settled there he is uh, looked after by the caregivers uh, there that uh, lady is also quite uh, um, capable of handling the situations uh, she handles uh, kedar's emotional emotional problems as well as whatever uh, computer problems or wifi problems whatever problems are there she is able to handle them for many parents of rare individuals making tough choices becomes part of their day to day existence most times their own lives come after the child but as kedar's story shows making children independent is something that can indeed be done what actually holds them back are existing discriminatory practices and the lack of opportunities this podcast is made possible by a grant from the thakur family foundation thakur family foundation has not exercised any editorial control over the contents of this podcast Thank you for listening to this episode of Rare Lives. You can hear 1 in 20,000, which is the first season and covers many more interesting stories and discussions into the lives of rare disease patients. You can listen to this podcast on www.sunoindia.in or any other podcast app of your choice. Thank you.